0: You know what though? I was uh, I was in the I was in the uh a play in eighth grade. Yeah. I was in like a, in a acting troupe called Colors. Colors. Yeah, also for a girl.
1: Yeah. See. I mean,
0: I, uh, I was in the Wiz. Oh, what character were you? You were probably a tree or some shit. Bro. Nah, I was, I was a Tin Man. What? Yeah, no. I was dancing and shit, bro. Man, it was it, no yeah, yeah. You was
1: see yeah. that's why that's why we get along, bro. We were kindred sip ass spirits, bro. <laughs> it was we was equally simping, bro, because I mean you was it that was you in eighth grade. This was me in like freshman sophomore year.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the summer sixteen podcast. A podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde, or taught underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or John Bowie on Instagram, all in the same. So every Wednesday, we have new episodes where we somehow figure out how we can combine our different views, our experiences, and our beliefs to talk about anything. And as always, we try leaving having learned something new. On today's episode, uh, we're just going to talk about what we've been up to the past week or so. And then we're going to talk about our upcoming plans for this holiday weekend. And after that, we're going to talk about John's favorite artist, Kanye West. and The his...
1: world's greatest artist. The world's greatest artist.
0: Well, everyone's greatest artist except for mine, I guess. And his new collaboration with Gap. I actually am a little bit excited for this. No, nah, so just a nah. smidget.
1: Don't be a fan now. <laughs> you wasn't with us shooting in the gym, bro.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and so uh, after that, we're gonna give you a waxing hypothetical. Uh, I think we have a really good one for uh, for this week. And as always, we're gonna leave you with our AVM um, section for uh, where we give you our recommendations for the week. So with all that said, what's up with you, dog?
1: Uh, what is up with me? Um, I guess a little bit of everything. Um, stuff is trying to open back up. We're trying to live in this uh, world, um, but I got a fresh haircut. I see. Look good, feel good, kind of thing, kind of thing.
0: The the, the crisp lineup,
1: bro. Like it was long overdue.
0: Man, I can't wait to go to a barbershop. shop. I can't wait.
1: You going to go soon?
0: Is, is it uh, open? Is it, are they open up in Seattle? I wouldn't know. I'm good. I told you my barber died. So <laughs> I got to go not, through
1: I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at that. It's just you just caught me off guard yeah. the way you just said that.
0: So not only is things, you know, still kind of closed, but I have to go through the whole process of finding a new barber again. So
1: that really sucks. It does. That it really, really does. sucks.
0: How did your barber die? So he died, my barber actually died in February. So I've been trying new barbers out, and no, no barber is quite, you know, kind of fit.
1: They're not that, your barber. They're not yeah. your.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he had, he, had a, he had an asthma attack. So
1: Jesus. I'm thinking that he
0: had, I'm thinking he he had COVID. and Good Lord. Probably like the underlying, his underlying asthma kind of made it, you know.
1: What a way to start the show.
0: I know, I know <laughs> well, from haircuts to <laughs> Jesus dying. Uh, can you not get a break? God <laughs> yeah, I am definitely looking forward to going back to the barber shop and sitting in a chair and just seeing everyone talk shit but I can I can definitely wait because it's not like I'm going anywhere
1: bro I, I damn near wanted to give my barber a hug I hadn't seen him in so long I was just like man, it's so good to see you oh, but let me tell you this shit um you know, like with all the protests and the and the rallies and stuff going on, uh, you know, I've been following a lot of the Instagram pages and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was I scroll on there one time and I see that there's going to be a Blue Lives Matter rally. In, in yeah, it's in this is a city called Willow Glen. It's just right south of San Jose. So you know, I'm just at the I'm just at the shop talking to my barber man. Obviously, we are talking about everything that's going on in the world. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, it's so crazy. Like, there's about to be a Blue Lives Matter rally in Willow Glen. Uh, and apparently it's going to be right across the street from a Black Lives Matter rally at the same time. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, bro, like, that Blue Lives Matter shit. Like, you know, that's crazy. And he's like, fam, like, I live in Willow Glen. And I was like, Raggy? Like... <laughs> oh, shoot, like, what is going on? And so I'm like, yeah, bro, like, okay, like, make sure I send you this information. Woo, woo, woo. And I was like, but you gotta stay safe. Like, my man's got a young daughter, you know, yeah. his wife, and his, his, like a lot of his family is out here in the Bay. Like, could you imagine, you know, like, this is what, the second weekend that you've kind of been able to kind of do stuff outside? You just out here trying to get some fresh air with the fam, and you see a whole Blue Lives Matter rally with your family? Like, move around, bro. I'm, like that, I'm
0: going the opposite way. Yeah, I, like I don't how, want no problems.
1: How pissed would you be if you come out of brunch, Saturday morning, like, oh, what are you guys here uh, talking about? And they blue lives matter, fuck black lives matter, all that other shit. Like, that would really blow my mind.
0: Oh, for sure. I don't even want to see that. I I would be so blown. Like, I don't I don't know how people that when I I log onto Twitter or something and I see people with their cameras out taking videos of like a bunch of people at like the racist marches in defense of let's say the Robert E. Lee statue yeah and they're like there's like one lady who had like um a confederate flag draped upon her back and was like i'm gonna teach my grandkids to hate you and I'm, like you're lying y'all y'all better than me and then like she she of course she lost her job and she, she made an apology video and said I was wrong and I was just really upset that day, whatever, whatever. But I don't think I have it in me to sit there and record, record you telling me that you're going to teach your grandkids to hate me. I think I'll take my phone and just throw it at your head. Like, jeez.
1: Like, I mean, obviously the person was better off because they did record it and, like, you know, something had happened. But it's always that it's always that thing where... You know, he records it, he puts it out there, she loses her job, her whole life is, you know, up in arms. But doesn't that just further, like, entrench them in those beliefs?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe some people. And I'm pretty sure that people around her who believe the same thing are probably like, yeah, see, these niggas got her fired.
1: Right. Like, this ain't America. You know, she has the right to speak, to say what she wants and say I, what she believes. You're
0: and... on my First Amendment rights.
1: Yeah, oh, bro. And, you know, the funny thing about First Amendment rights is, yeah, you got the freedom to say damn near whatever you want, but you're not free from the consequences. And that's the thing that, you know, is is always the most interesting part. Like you can say just about anything and you have that right to and no one's going to take your right away. But freedom of consequences ain't nowhere in that bo- yeah. in that joint. Yeah. You feel fir-
0: me? Yeah, the First Amendment is talks about the government can't prosecute you for for saying whatever you believe. That's what the yeah. First Amendment is about. Yeah. So you can definitely lose your job. Big facts,
1: big facts. Like, oof. But uh, you know, even in all of this, it's so funny because everyone wants to tell you their stories of their racist experiences and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I've been doing a lot of things at my job and hearing a lot of stories from a lot of people, and you know, it's, it's always fascinating because you know they'll say they're working at some you know respectable company, and you know somebody will say, oh yeah, you know, like not in a, a non-black person will say, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to lunch with uh, Tyrone or whatever you know black person that works with us. Was that bad? That just... is
0: <laughs> Tyrone. Why couldn't it be? Why couldn't it be Steve? Jamal. Uh, <laughs> LeBron. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm going uh-huh. to insert generic black black name, uh, lunch with him. And then, you know, folks start treating that person differently because, you know, you're an in-lover kind of thing, right? And, you know, dealing with that stuff. And, you know, that person then leaves that area, the non-black person then leaves that area, and they no longer have to experience that. But it's just unsettling to know that, you know, hey, man, you were living here, and I understand that you experienced that, like, Racism or that experience, but you know, you could leave and you were fine. This was something that was ingrained in that community where everybody believed this, and so it's like that's not fixing the problem, right? Yeah, just yeah. Avoiding it doesn't fix it. Running from it won't save you.
0: So, not at all.
1: And, and you know,
0: that's that thing where I, I guess it's you know where we can't take our our skin off and and hang it up and. Avoid all the things that come with with being black.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think I've even had some really honest conversations with people in the LGBTQ community as well, where they're like, "Yeah, you know, gay people, we got it bad too, man." Like, but for a lot of folks, it's not like when you first see me, you see my sexuality, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot. You know, there's plenty of people that can, you know, that just exist and have. Normal lives and no one makes any assumption about their sexual preference. So, you know, once people know, yeah, there's definitely that risk of you know harm or you know unfairness. But, you know, it's closer to that experience. But you know, anybody who says they don't see color and they don't recognize your race and everything like that is is is, is full of it to me.
0: Oh, for sure. I, I when people say I wouldn't care if you were black, brown, yellow, green, like shut the fuck up.
1: Miss no one... me with that.
0: Yeah, but th- but then you, you made me think of something. Think about they're not they're I don't think they're the same at all. They're similar, like you said. Like, yeah. Um, discrimination based on on race versus discrimination based on sexual preference. But then you need to think about like the intersectionality of both, right? Woo. Where where you have people who aren't um, heterosexual. Yeah. Or or who aren't who aren't cis. But and they, but then they're also black, so yeah. yeah. You, like imagine being a a black gay trans woman. trans woman. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're getting hit from all sides, and yeah, I, like, like I think that's where the you know all Black Lives Matter definitely like, kind of comes in,
1: and it's also interesting because even in that you know case. The first thing is still, you're black, right? And so mm-hmm. that's the, that's still the hatred. And then it's like, oh, bonus points, you're you're not heterosexual. Bonus points, you're also transgender. Like the rage just comes from even more places, and it's uh, it's it's sad. But that intersectionality piece is, you know, it's good to to talk about it. And you're 100% right. Like that all Black Lives Matter thing, especially during Pride Month like this, um, has been pretty eye opening. Have, well. you ever
0: been to a, have you ever been to a pride festival?
1: I actually have never been to a pride parade. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, a parade. That's cool. yeah, parade. Um, yeah, have you? I went the first time I went to one, it was by accident, actually. Like, I was, Lit. I was uh, I was running this, it was in Portland. I was running and like I was running down Burnside, and then the, I was coming across, like, I was like, What are all those people doing there? I was like, Oh, let me stop and see what they're doing, and it was. A proper, and I was like, "This is actually pretty dope." Like, yeah. everyone was so, in, like, was so inclusive, and everyone just having a a, a good time. Yeah, like, this is this is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, truthfully, you know, coming up, it was never really something that was even remotely thought of doing. Yeah, you know, and I think um, as I've gotten older, that's been something that's like on my mind. Like, you know, I don't. I don't think I have any necessarily active prejudices or biases, but you know, like I definitely recognize that I still have like room to grow and I need to like kind of educate myself and improve. But when it comes to like going to a, a pride parade, like uh, I feel like it's something that I should do and need to do and like want to participate in. And yeah. this would have been a good year to do that. Um, but I can also remember a time in my life where I was a lot more ignorant, you know, and I was, you know, and I would say things like. You know, man, like we got this pride parade, you know, celebrating gay rights, but you know, anytime we do a a black thing, it's a protest or a march. Like we can't just celebrate, you know, black culture. And and it's an obviously like a very um you know unfortunate mindset at the time because you know that's that comparison that's that scarcity mindset as if we can't celebrate everyone
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know but I, I think i've had to act actively work and say like no nah, man like we can celebrate y'all and y'all experience because of like you t- said earlier there is that intersectionality of it all too right there is that you know idea that what we're really here for is inclusivity and equality for everyone and um uh, i think I look forward to more opportunities like that in the future, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Just like you, just like you said, we all we should always be looking to grow. Like I think I probably had the the same mindset, not even as as an adult, as a young adult. Like in my early twenties, having the same mindset. Like our struggles aren't the same when, in actuality, a lot of them are the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, just like just like. Me, you also have friends who aren't heterosexual. Like I remember one time, like uh, I'm not gonna put their name out there, but like when I was visiting you, uh, you have some some gay friends, and yeah. like we were bar hopping, and they were like, uh, there was some people in the group were like, oh, we gotta use the bathroom. There's a club right here, but no line, no wait. It's a gay club.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And drinks were good. Listen, yeah. you are gonna go in here. We're gonna have a good time. And then there's yeah, some people yeah. in the group. There were some dudes in the group. They were like, oh, that's a gay club. I ain't. Gonna, I, I ain't going there. People don't think I'm gay. Like, yeah, damn. yeah, yeah. No one's gonna think you're gay because you went inside of a gay club. Facts.
1: I mean, quite frankly, we had a gang of girls with us, and we just went with them, so we yeah. still had it.
0: And then, like, even. But if I like, mean, not to not to even, say
1: that that's the excuse, but yeah. I mean, we would have went regardless. But yeah, yeah like,
0: and, and even if someone says, "Oh, whatever," like, I'm trying to talk to you. All you guys say is nah, I'm good. I'm straight.
1: Facts. And, and then they'd be and, like, "All right, babe.
0: Yeah, and. and you know, they would leave you alone. Do you have any like, much of an experience going to gay clubs at all? No, actually, that was my first time.
1: Oh, so you, had, so you so that's the only time you've ever been to a gay club? Yep. Dang, I was really hoping that you might have been to a few. So I think I might have only been, I think in my lifetime, maybe four times, right? That was that one time that you were referring to, but we were kind of just in and out of there, Um and then a second time was a going-away party for a, a very close friend of mine um, who's gay. Uh, there was a, a random time that they told me we are going to some other club, but then my friends hijacked the night, and then we ended up in the, in the Castro in San Francisco. And the last time was I went to a lesbian bar with uh, one of my other good friends just to kind of quote-unquote wingman for her, but she don't need me. She got all the juice anyway. Um, you know this person also,
0: but yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she got the juice, bro. Anyway, uh, I was saying all that to say, oh, and one, um, one of my first experiences going to a gay club, I remember talking to like it was like a table of just random folks, like, and things, and they were like, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm here support- uh, with my friend, you know, I'm straight, blah blah blah, and I kind of was met with a bit of animosity, bro. Oh, really? Like yeah like they were like so what are you doing here like why are you here blah 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 and I was just like honestly bro I'm just hanging out like I don't want no you know I'm just cooling like there's a couple of cute girls over here in the back that I might try to holla at but you know I don't want no problems and it, it was kind of odd to me um you to to see that now I would I'd be curious of anyone else's experience to see if they've experienced anything like that um but it's it sounds odd right
0: yeah but you know uh, you know what it, you know what the first thing I thought of is, if you felt uncomfortable, right, in that okay. situation, think about like how heterosexual women feel dealing with with men every like every day, like like how like especially like in a in a club, right? Yeah. A guy could be like, "Oh, let me talk to you," yeah, and she's like, "No, I'm good." Big well, fat. fuck you then, bitch, or yeah, or dude. she can yeah, say, "I got bro. a boyfriend." Oh, your boyfriend. Your, your boyfriend don't let you have friends. Like, yeah, like, bro. So, like,
1: hey, you're preaching. You're preaching right now because, like, it's definitely. It was definitely a thing where I was like, yo, like, somebody's dude, like, they they real comfortable being handsy, bro. Like, hey, fam, stop trying to rub on my shoulder, G. like, you don't even know me, or like the 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 slick move, or somebody want to try to like walk past and like tap your butt or some shit, like, if oh, you like, hoo, hoo, hoo. come on, G,
0: like, what like, is this? Like, 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 like. But dudes do that to females all the or to women all the time. Like, listen, listen. Like, I've had women tell me they hate it when like, they're in a club, right? And a guy try to get by her and like, excuse me, miss. Like, and like, kind of like rub like his genitals oh. across her butt. Like, like, fam, you could you could get through there. Because 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 the, the thing is like, if that was a guy there, I guarantee yeah. you he would know get through.
1: He would have got real skinny.
0: Real yeah, quick. real exactly. skinny, real
1: quick. But it's a it's a it's a woman and it's just like, let me go ahead and rub, rub up on ya. Yeah, let me let me put my hand
0: on your back and I kind of
1: mm-hmm. get, get
0: linger mm-hmm. a little a, a second longer than I need to.
1: Real talk, real talk, like it definitely was like eye-opening for me because it's like that it's just perspective, right? Like when you were kind of like approached like a piece of meat, like when you see that, it kind of like changes the way you move. It's like, hey, that's kinda like. That's kind of grimy that, you know, you just came mm-hmm. up and you felt like you could just you felt like you had the right to just touch me. So like, exactly. don't touch me like, and you know, this, this is me. Like, this is John, like, dude, John. I'm like, bro, don't touch me, fam. Like, come on, G. Like, and then, you know, you you get that exact energy back. It's like, oh, well, like I don't see like, stuck up. Like, oh, you think you better like, oh, you ain't that straight. It's like, <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, kind of am, but OK. Kinda, you know, it's fine This is Spectrum, right? I guess But no, nah, you get uh, You get that, you get some real crazy energy Especially when folks been drinking, G Oof. How do we get on that topic?
0: I don't know I have no idea, but I think it was a good one,
1: though It was, yeah You wanna talk about your You wanna talk about your weekend?
0: Oh, yeah, so I literally just got back Off the road, maybe An hour before we started doing The uh, pregame so mm-hmm. I was in Portland this past weekend. My uh my girlfriend, she just finished her fellowship program.
1: Hey, shout out Dr. Dr. Callie, man.
0: Yeah. So she's done residency, done with fellowship, and she's taking like a month off and then she actually starts, you know, work, the culmination of a lifetime of schooling. <laughs> Twelve years of, of public education, four Good. years of college, Good. four years of med school. Two years of residency. Two years of, yeah. It's so she had to start working. Um, so it was like a big deal. And because of COVID, they didn't have like a graduation, so it was like online. Yeah. So we went down to a parent's house to kind of watch it together online and like barbecue or cookout. And so were y'all it,
1: social distancing at the at the party? Were you wearing a mask and everything?
0: No, it it was no, it was like like family. Okay. So so, so no. <laughs> um yeah, so it was it was a good time, so i I literally just came back to today, so right before we recorded. So I had a good time in Portland. I think that Portland actually might be doing a little bit better than than Seattle is or Washington is as far as moving through the phases of reopening, so uh I only actually went out for the first time this morning. I met one of our good friends for for breakfast this morning, and they hey, were
1: hey, shout out to the homie man.
0: Yeah, shout out to the homie Nick. There were literally like four other people in the entire restaurant.
1: Was it was it indoors Were you allowed to do indoor and seating feels, there? You
0: know, yeah. So
1: like, oh wow, so I like, think that's more risky. Yeah, most people still sort are of doing outdoor only.
0: Like when I, when I tell you, it was a Cadillac Cafe. So when I oh, tell you, fire, bro! You know, right? I love the, that their place. French toast is so good. But it's so good. When I tell you that. The next closest person to us was on the other. They have different like sections of the restaurant. Yeah. There was one other person in a section of the restaurant, and they were like, I don't know, thirty feet away from us. Damn. Easy. Damn. And so, like, when you come in, you have to have your mask on. You can take a, you take you take your mask off as you're eating. And if you go to the bathroom, you have to put your mask back on, like all that. So, I felt a little. I felt not as uncomfortable in there. Um, That's so, good.
1: That's good, and I'm sure that all the wait staff and everything had masks oh, on. Oh,
0: for sure, for like sure,
1: they were yeah. masked
0: up and gloves.
1: Yeah, I uh I went to brunch yesterday with a with a friend of mine who's moving, and uh, the 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 brunch spot it's a black-owned spot uh, called Oeste in Oakland. And yeah, they actually have a rooftop seating, so we got to sit on the roof. But like, it was the same idea. Like, you know, there's a table maybe. Folks, uh, folks were easily like six to ten feet away each table, and it was just kind of way more spacious and fewer folks at a time. And so they just did it by having reservations. Yeah, but it was it was so nice to just be back at a restaurant, bro, and to feel some level of normalcy. And when you have good company, it makes the world of difference.
0: Oh yeah, like I, I actually left a huge tip because Me too. our our waitress she was very attentive, and I'm like. You're probably operating at fifteen percent capacity right now. Yeah, I, I know you're losing like money
1: for like, sure. For,
0: like so, there's there's like a forty percent tip.
1: Oh, you you big balling?
0: No, not even.
1: It's just paper turning. It's just.
0: This is this is this is Cadillac Cafe. I mean, that that's the, U- that
1: high. I just heard that you got a two doctor income household, my G. That's what I just heard. <laughs> it's paper to you, dog. It's sure it's paper. Sure. paper it's just paper mm-hmm. but no, that's dope man and uh and i guess it was the um the the graduation party i had like, a little graduation party you did yeah and so that was cool to have everybody out there
0: yeah yeah it was pre- pretty good weekend now and i'm back and i start i started work today actually
1: yeah shout out to the students Shout out to the youth.
0: Summer, summer school, right? Summer school or uh, summer quarter? Yeah, summer quarter. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. So, uh, what w- what do you have going on this uh this this weekend? I know it's a it's a holiday weekend.
1: Yeah. So actually, mm, you know, there's just been a bunch of just different personal stuff going on in life you know behind the mic and so you know originally I was gonna go celebrate your favorite holiday with the family in Texas oh for the for everyone listening Tunde's favorite holiday is the 4th of July yeah right she <laughs> is the biggest patriot I know and so in honor <laughs> of him <laughs> in honor of him I was going to be taking a trip uh, to Texas to see the family. In light of this week's most recent events, right, you're well aware states have lost their minds and COVID cases are through the roof, right?
0: Yeah. What, yeah. Texas, California, Florida, Arizona? All of
1: that. Yep, all of that. And and it's crazy because Cali you know, kind of been doing decent, but uh, obviously my plans got derailed because I'm not going to fly into Texas when the cases are spiking. But I am going to go to Chicago and, and stay with my parents. I was originally just going to stay for the weekend. But honestly, bro, I think I'm going to stay away for a while. Kind of just give myself a chance to clear my head, kind of get back grounded and find some level of peace. Because the last month has drained the kid. You know, Do okay. you have Fourth of July plans? Do you have uh, plans to uh, celebrate Uncle Sam and your your favorite nation?
0: So I don't know what John is talking about. If you're listening, <laughs> I I hate Fourth of July. It's probably like my most hated holiday. What? Um, I don't. <laughs> I Juneteenth. We went hard for Juneteenth. We're not going hard for July Fourth. I've never really been into it. Fireworks. I don't oh. like them. They, uh-huh. First of all, fireworks scare dogs. So I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that. My dog's scared all night from from fireworks going off. Oh man. I. I'm anti I'm anti the idea of patriotism Um, not just America just in general because mm. I forget who said this but there's this is quote that I like this is the idea of patriotism is that you think that every country that your country is better than every other country just because you were born in it mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's how I kind of feel about the United States is it really the best country? What what is it? Like the best at locking people up?
1: I sure. mean, we're we're really good at locking people up.
0: Uh, spending exorbitant amounts of on our military, sure.
1: I mean, we spend lots Number of one. bread.
0: Uh, killing killing uh, black people in the streets, sure. You never wanted that. Yikes! Obesity, got it. Anyways.
1: Got it. Got it. it
0: and, look. And it- Yeah, I think that's
1: on the quote. It says, patriotism is your conviction that this country is superior to all others because you were born in it. George Bernard Shaw, that's the one you're talking about?
0: Yeah, George Shaw, yeah. So, my plans, I don't have any plans, to be honest. I was going to sit in the house and probably make some um, videos for class. Okay. And I think that friend of the podcast, Gary, might be throwing some meat on the grill.
1: I might slide. Eee. I might slide by his
0: crib and eee. and grab a couple of burgers and hot dogs and chill with the bros. Can we there. start? A, sorry, can we start a movement
1: to yeah. call July Fourth uh, hashtag White Juneteenth? Can that be a thing? Can we do that? No, it doesn't work, does it?
0: No, it can be called White something. I don't want to. I don't want the Juneteenth.
1: You don't want you want nothing associated, huh?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Flavorless Juneteenth, season, <laughs> seasonless, <laughs> seasonless Juneteenth, swaggerless
0: Independence Day,
1: so, swaggerless <laughs> Independence. Um, I don't know, we're gonna the we're gonna the, we're gonna have to mind map this guy. We're gonna have yeah. brainstorm, to brainstorm, brainstorm some plans for a good hashtag.
0: Yeah, but Fourth of July can. Like, it's not like I'm getting off of work because I work from home now, so...
1: You don't get Friday off?
0: I mean, yeah, but, like, I was working from home anyway, and that doesn't... You know, as as, as you know, as someone in education, it's not like I... There's no truly days off.
1: Oh. So. Ain't no days off in education. There's not. Yeah, no, I feel it, man. I feel it. You know, it's just... it's. It's been interesting just how COVID has impacted everything. Uh holidays don't necessarily feel the same, you know, because I mean I think this is this is really the first holiday this year. No,
0: we haven't worked.
1: Uh, the, uh but folks weren't really allowed out the house for Memorial Day, right?
0: Oh yeah, true.
1: You weren't actually uh, you know, for most places you weren't really allowed to kinda, of, you know, cut loose. I'm And,
0: you know, and in Florida. even
1: unless I mean in Florida, that's a god godless city or godless state and they just do whatever they want until they just wash away from a hurricane (laughs) 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 but uh that's you know everywhere else though you know this is kind of folks first opportunity to kind of you know kick their kick back and and you know kind of do something special so you know my family's going to be grilling but there's still that COVID hanging over the background like my grandma I got to make sure you know I kind of keep my distance from her even though I miss her uh, but it, it's it's crazy. Uh, I started all this because you know you were talking about how y- the weekends don't feel like the weekends. The days don't necessarily feel like days off. And I don't know I feel like COVID has affected so much. Um, and you know when we start looking at Fourth of July, it's weird, bro. It's weird. Have you noticed like people leaving Seattle? Like a lot of people just like moving or going away at all?
0: Uh, yeah, there are there are some people who. Well, there are people who have left. Like I think, like how you're leaving yeah. for a while. Yeah. But I don't think they're leaving for good. Uh, I have a couple of friends who like have been gone for like weeks at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm gonna go back home. And if I promise you, if I could work at my parents' house without you know worrying about you know background noise, it, it, yeah, yeah, I would. I probably would have went home for a while too. Cause I, really? Because you can work from anywhere. I'm pretty sure, sure you are going to take your work with you. In Chicago
1: oh for sure I'm definitely taking my word with me
0: like not like you take a vacation time to do it so right
1: right yeah so the interesting thing is I've actually seen a lot of people moving moving like I mean yeah I'm gonna go stay away for you know several weeks or whatnot but you know I've I've had you know friends that are relocating you know their their leases are ending and they're just moving to other states Colorado Texas whatever uh, and it makes so much sense, honestly. Like, w- there's no way we're going back to 100% the same as it was before. I see so many tech companies probably moving to some sort of hybrid working structure Listen, and stuff. If, like,
0: if you, if you can work, if you're going to go 100% fully online from now on, why pay twice in rent what you would pay in California? We can just live somewhere else and have the same job and have less, yeah. you know, less cost of living.
1: Seriously, it makes it, sense. It makes complete sense. You know, I for what I pay in rent, I could pay for two houses in 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 some other places, right? Just being in being in the Bay Area, it's so expensive. You balling? No, 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 no. No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. no, Two houses. No, no, no okay. A house and a half.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, cuz like folks want to flex on me, they talking about, oh that show rent like, man, I pay that for a mortgage, but I at least get to own my stuff. And I'm like, you ain't even gotta do all that, bro. It's,
0: that sucks. When I, when I hear that, I'm like, yo,
1: because yeah, I think you do all I think that.
0: Seattle's like this kind of like it's not as expensive as the Bay, but Seattle is super expensive too. Yeah. Because we are a big tech city as well.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and I'm like, fam, like, yeah, you have a five bedroom house, but you but you live in in the live an hour outside of Atlanta. Buddy. Facts. Facts. Damn.
1: It's a, it's a little mini mansion though. it yeah. a little mini mansions. That's not too yeah, bad. You get a nice little backyard.
0: Yeah, you got a pool, but guess what? Uh, I don't know. I live in Seattle.
1: <laughs> true, true. It at I,
0: out, yeah. yeah, At least I live like, you know, close distance to actual a city. Civilization.
1: I mean, you wouldn't want you wouldn't live in Atlanta and be like thirty minutes
0: outside in the suburb or something. Depends on what suburb. This is Georgia we're talking about, like
1: Touche. Like, Very you, real. You, you Very straight,
0: real. straight too far. You might start, see some, start okay. seeing some start seeing Confederate flags.
1: Why are there so many pillowcases on this street with like, <laughs> holes in them? That's so weird. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the entire South. Did we ever talk about the Confederate flag thing? Did we ever talk about that?
0: With the, with the NASCAR.
1: Yeah, yeah, like banning the Confederate flag, yeah, was, and
0: we talked uh, about it and and Bubba. Uh, All that's We talk. We talk about like the FBI findings of saying that, oh yeah, this noose has been here for almost a year. You know, you know how we do. We just have nooses just laying around.
1: Did you? Did you see the photos? Did you see the photos though of the? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be contrarian, but I have to be honest. It did look like it could have been like a pool handle for the garage, right? It did, right?
0: But here's the thing, though. Are there other pull handles in the other garages? Probably not. Why is it just in his garage?
1: I mean, I mean, you're right, and,
0: and and also I think it's I think it's funny that they came to this conclusion. What two two days after it was found, like nothing to see yeah, here.
1: Uh, investigation uh, done. It's it's all bad. It's all messy, right? Like.
0: I don't trust the federal government on any level. I'm sorry, not uh, not under Trump. Damn, bro.
1: This there's good people in the federal. government. The CDC government, lied
0: to us when this the COVID first happened and, and said, "Well, wearing masks will do nothing." And they came out and said, "Yeah, we lied to y'all because we wanted the um, healthcare workers to have more masks." So that just that right there just proves how much you can't trust our federal government right now.
1: There's there's good people in the federal government, do
0: I'm not saying there's not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying the cult, the culture of the federal government has has changed under the current administration.
1: Uh, that's just. It, I mean, it's hard for me to deny the truth in that statement. It is. Um, it's hard, yeah, man. It is. Uh,
0: I, I don't. I don't want to admonish. You know, there are good people who work for the government, and there are people who are, who, are, who are fighting it's, a good fight and pushing back. So let I me. Mean, yeah. I don't want to. You know. I don't want to offend people because I I know for a fact that there are good people in the government. But of course, overall, top down. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, leaders. I mean, the culture starts at the top, right? And you know, you know, we are we aren't starting on the highest moral level. Exactly. But uh, let's talk about the important stuff. The important
0: stuff. Your your guy.
1: He should be our guy. He should be. All of our
0: guy. I, I will say this before you start. I don't disparage him as much as I once did. Of course you don't. Is he my favorite? No. Should be. Is he close to my favorite? Should be. No. But am I willing to listen to him again? Like as far as things he has to say? Sure. <sighs> um. <sighs> I will say this. It takes a lot for me to throw you away for good, a lot. Okay. Like, like I think we talked about this last week. There's nothing Donald Trump could do that could redeem him in my eyes.
1: Wait, there's nothing that... The that Donald
0: Trump could do. Like I say, he he left office and was like, I'm gonna give my whole fortune away to NAACP and I'm gonna spend my rest of my life helping people of color. I'm like, mm, too little, too late.
1: Wow, wow, today.
0: Um, so That's how I feel. So I don't think that, well, I don't think, even though I disagree with a lot of things Kanye West has been doing, I don't think that what in the past couple of years I don't think while. Every, you're like, basically
1: saying you're basically saying that you're not gonna support him for everything that he does, but he's uncancelled to you.
0: Yeah. Like He's I still, I still hate like the fact that he, the whole maga thing. I hate that, him sure. going even, go, even rocking with Trump. Hate that. I, 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 didn't like the, you know, I'm not really a big, is, um, establishment of religion. Yeah. Like the organization of it. Yeah. Um. This, so the whole like, Sunday service thing wasn't really a fan of that either, but. Recently, in the past couple weeks, he has, I'm like, okay, I see what you I see you.
1: Yeah, and you, see you seen him out there marching, bro. you seen him out there marching during the protests.
0: Mm-hmm. And, 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 but you know what, though? He was marching, He's, and he wasn't talking. That's what I liked. Like, hey, that's called like growth, don't, my G. Don't, don't center yourself. That's called growth, in, in, my G. In that, in that moment.
1: Wait, you think he should be talking?
0: No, say he shouldn't. Like I don't think he, any. He wasn't. Yeah, I don't think any wasn't. celebrity should be out there talking. You, you're gonna go out there and march. Just go out there and march.
1: Yeah, Yeezy, 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 baby. And so on that note, why is the greatest living artist of all time being mentioned on the podcast? Well, no. Fact. We're gonna have to have a Yeezy episode, honestly. Um, folks have been requesting that, but. Uh, As uh, I believe it was yesterday, um, there was a Yeezy and Gap collab um, reported. So basically, uh, the Yeezy Gap relationship is—it's supposed to be what a ten a ten-year deal. Yep. Um, It's going to have the offer to renew, I think, after five years, and in five years they want they anticipate. A uh, billion dollars in annual sales, check mark. That's done, bro. That's done.
0: Easy. Um, keep going. Last year, Gap as a worldwide, so four.
1: Oh, Gap did four billion last year.
0: Yeah. So, he who oh, so basically just his line would be anticipated would be a quarter of what their total sales are.
1: Well, it would be it'd be a fifth. A right? fifth,
0: sorry, a fifth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah PhD. Um. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so uh, as, as the report goes, um, you know Yeezy or Kanye will be the sole owner of the Yeezy brand, and Gap will pay royalties and a potential equity to Yeezy related to the sales performances. Um, he has also tapped the Nigerian British designer Moa Lola Lisi to be the Gap design director she is 25 years old bro what an amazing opportunity can you imagine what if you would be able to do something like that at 25 i would have.
0: Uh, i'm trying to think what I, at 25 what i was doing i mean i was in grad school but like
1: that's not being easy bro I, I,
0: that's not that's not a, like a life-changing opportunity i mean it is but like you know what i mean like it's not something that's yeah. going to set me up for the rest of my life to, to bring me worldwide fame. and Seriously.
1: And Seriously. And so, I mean, like, and so, you know, it's a name that many of us haven't heard of. I would hardly guess many, most people on the podcast haven't heard of it. But I, I do feel like Ye has a has a talent for, for tapping, you know, amazing designers, right? Like, you know, Virgil, who's at Louis Vuitton, Matt Williams at Givenchy. Jerry Lorenzo, who has the fear of God line, um, they all worked with Kanye West before, kind of branching out and doing these other big things. So to have a a, a black woman tapped as the designer for this, I think that's incredible at a time like this, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to the yeah. shout out to our Nigerian man, folks, G.
0: I, I can't even lie. In high school and summer college, like I was, I used to stay in Gap, yo. Gap of the Republic,
1: bro. Yeah, man. I'm going on record right now. I don't had a Gap credit card since 2016, or probably, no, 2015, well, maybe you, before.
0: So you finna buy the whole line,
1: bro? Listen, the the line debuts uh, first half of 2021. I'm a, I'm gonna stand in a line, bro. I'm gonna stand in a line. I am.
0: That's or, hype, beast. Or are you going to just order online? I
1: mean, you
0: know how COVID goes, bro. Damn, like, what? did just burst my bubble. <laughs> you ain't standing no damn line,
1: right? I'm gonna be masked you, up you, with you too much for that. anyway. Like, I'm not you, fam. Don't don't project. <laughs> don't project, <laughs> I ain't you. Don't project. Do you think it could work, man? Like like legit? I I know that I I do
0: I do think it could work. Um, I think that the Gap brand is. It can reach more people, yeah. That way, so like, yes. if you think about his other collabs, like the Nike—I mean the Adidas collab, yes. And even the the, Nike the ones the too. The most
1: recent, the most, yeah. the most recent Adidas yeah. collabs, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Even the Nike ones too. Like when he when his sneakers, the sneakers, resale price point was was is a lot higher than most people are willing to pay.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that Gap is a company that that will allow. A wider I guess access. audience yeah access to to his brand and I, I, I'm curious to see because he's working with a woman designer I'm curious to see the difference between the men's and the women's lines
1: sure well and I mean there's a there's a lot of things to kind of unpack with what you just said right um you know I think I think Kanye if you've listened to many of his older interviews where he's talked about why he's passionate about design and clothing and fashion. It's, you know, there's, there's been this idea that, you know, kids are in school and like their fashion sense is what they use to kind of express themselves amongst many other things. And, you know, it might be some pie in the sky, you know, ridiculous belief, but, you know, he's, he's talked like, Hey man, like I want people to feel comfortable and confident in themselves and like if your clothes are a way that you express that you know you can you know fight bullying and you can you know give people more confidence and things like that you might disagree on the validity of those statements but you know as a desire I mean I, I fully respect that and I think it's great and Gap as a brand which is very accessible to many people it kind of fits perfectly with that. So I would love to see what kind of stuff uh, would come out of that because it's still not going to be a crazy price point, right? It's going to be accessible. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: I'm definitely interested in it.
1: You going to cop You gonna cop some Yeezy, a Yeezy sweater, bro?
0: It depends how it looks. Because yeah. so, some of his stuff, I would say, is just not for me.
1: What do you mean? Like, what stuff are you referring to?
0: I saw a picture that he posted of the perfect hoodie. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that looks like just a regular, regular hoodie. as hoodie that you can buy. I think it's, it's the, they're releasing it in Costco, and I'm just like, <laughs> not not for. I think it was like sixty bucks. I'm like, no, that looks like a, a regular, uh, champion hoodie, champion yeah. hoodie with without the logo on it.
1: Um, you know what? You know one thing that I am interested. Like, uh, you, you have a valid point. Like the. the it's, it's the gap, right? You're not going to see the most trailblazing fashion clothing for a, a brand that's intended to be accessible and mass, marketed, mass produced. That being said, I think the one really fascinating thing that can come from it is just the use of color and uh, the aesthetic of it all. When I think of even his, his Yeezy fashion line, the high fashion line that is released, mm-hmm. there has been that emphasis on a lot of nude colors, a lot of uh, very... The word I want to say dry, but that's because my vocabulary is probably limited when it comes to fashion, since I my fashion sense is limited in general. But the use of color, I think, makes a huge difference. Like just like the the shades of greens and yellows and browns, shit looks cool, bro. The shit looks cool. The the reds and the maroons and stuff, shit's fire.
0: Yeah, and to to be honest, we're both uh, we're both older than than. We both work for jobs, right?
1: Like, yeah.
0: I'm not if if it were like something like super, like oh skinny jeans with a bunch of rips in it, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where am I gonna wear this to? Like, it <laughs> was <I> like, <laughs> it
1: was it was some fashion stuff like that. Boondocks episode, uh, yeah. Where it's like a bulletproof and pearl necklaces or something like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I, I could see him making something from for the Gap, that I could say, okay, I could buy this. It looks cool. I could possibly wear this to work so that's and I I know it sounds boring but that's that's where I am in life so
1: well then again let's let's be honest with ourselves we're talking about quote-unquote wearing it to work bro when are we wearing clothes to work again fam like touche tragic (laughs) tragic did
0: I just burst the whole
1: bubble I'm about to have the flyest fit on the zoom happy hour baby y'all about to see me y'all about to see me yeezy head to toe on the zoom happy hour on the Webex, on the Webex meeting with Man. the drip, with Lay drip drip.
0: Yeah, but um, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to it.
1: I think it's exciting times. I think it's exciting times. We got ten years, and I can't wait to see what the greatest living artist of all time does with the platform, um, and and I think he could save the brand. So, yeah, what you got next, dog?
0: All right, so I have a so last week, uh, Callie and I were we walking walking our dog,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I forget how we got to this conversation, but we were talking about basically senses. So you you, you have your five senses. And
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So it was a two part question. The first question okay. is let's is, do
1: let's do the first part first, okay, and then yep. we'll do the second.
0: Okay. All right. So the first part of the question is. If you have to choose one, like, you can't say neither, mm-hmm. would you rather be deaf or would you rather be blind? Like, easy. 100% deaf or 100% blind? That's
1: easy, bro. That's easy.
0: And I'm why?
1: blind. I'm blind.
0: You're blind, right? I'm picking blind.
1: Uh, yeah, no, like, 100%, I'm picking blind. Um, why? I think I think music and audio and, and, and just hearing things is so important to me uh i might just be like a bit of an audiophile where like just sound of things just you know resonate with me like just the goosebumps that i can get in in the chill and i, I also think that you know there are definitely blind superheroes but you ain't never had no deaf superhero like i could be daredevil and still live a very fulfilled life like shout out to um you know the will and the ability to do great things um, with that, with the disability. So I'm going to pick blind. Uh, I think it would also kind of get rid of a lot of um, biases that I might have, like, you know, whether it's for being, you know, the size or the the attraction or the look of people, you would just judge folks based on what they said and what they did and how you responded to it. Like, I think it could be a beautiful world. I could dig it. I said, I'd
0: rather be deaf. Just You'd rather be deaf than blind, just oh. simply because I'm looking at it from a point of view of of ease of navigating the world. I think okay. it's it's easier. You're more. You can be more independent as a deaf person than a blind person. Like not saying not saying you can't be independent, but I think it it would be easier. Mm. Like I have a couple. I have a couple blind people that live in my neighborhood, and I always see them walking around with their with their walking sticks. Yeah. Um. And I always think, like, how hard it has to be to just to like get around by yourself, or like if you go to if you go to the grocery store, and let's say you're let's say you're blind, and you also have a let's say you also have a you're lactose, so you you pick up a, a carton of almond milk and a card of a uh, regular milk, how do you know which one's which?
1: Damn. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: So I just think about just ease of be of of getting around society. And then I think about things that I that I do see outside of other people. Like imagine yeah. like never seeing a sunset. Or never or never being able to like watch a basketball game. You you could hear one on T V yeah. but like yeah. never never you know, never seeing that. So for but that reason, you
1: but then it's like you could never hear a Kanye West album. You could never hear. You could never hear your child's voice.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You know, like. Or you can,
0: or you, or you never know what your child looks like.
1: Yeah, but you would still love them. Like, you, I mean, not that you wouldn't love them if you couldn't hear them either. <laughs> but like, you wouldn't know what they look like, but you could like you. feel their. You could, but you could feel their face and like feel their features and like, and that that touch would just be so amazing. Uh, I don't know, like, or you could just be Stevie Wonder and grab wrists and be like, "Nah, she's a baddie, bro." Like I'm already knowing.
0: It's a hard. It's a hard question. I think. That, that, I those, think those are two really senses that yeah. are hard to like live about.
1: I, I think your I think your argument on the independence thing is probably one of the, like the strongest ones uh, because it is while it is very possible it it, it would be seemingly much harder at the same power. time yeah but and this was also to say like at the same time I think the way the world is going and the in like even think about like from today going forward. Excuse me. How significant is it that you might not be able to drive, right? We're, we're moving into a world where, you know, cars are autonomous. You know, you don't need that same level of um, a- ability to still have a very functional life. And really, if you're deaf instead of blind, you're going to be – you'd still be able to do all the same things as a blind person, you know, except for C – Uh, but other than that like you would be limited or the blind person would basically be able to do the same stuff as you i can call it uber i can still get to the store and and do that stuff i don't know i feel like the world is moving to be more conducive
0: i I like to do right i like to like i like i like plants i like potting plants like i can't see like the fruits of my labor right things like i like uh I like playing I like playing Call of Duty. I that's that's dead.
1: Dang.
0: I, I think about my life and like they I if I had to rank it's it's seeing first, sight is first, and then right after it would be hearing.
1: Dang
0: I know it's hard, right? It's a hard question.
1: No, I mean I'm still blind, you know. Uh you still have not been able to beat the superhero comment, but like <laughs> <laughs> But Um, no, you you make a valid point. But okay, part two. What's part two then? All
0: right, so part two is keeping it with the same theme. Yes. Of the five senses, if you had to lose one of them, which one would it be?
1: Okay, so I have the five senses. They are sight, smell, taste, taste, touch, and hearing. Yeah. Sight, smell. Taste, touch, and hearing. Oh, Do you know your answer? I I think I'm going to need to think.
0: Yeah, yeah. My answer is I'm getting rid of... It was between touch and taste.
1: Touch, bro? You would get rid of touch?
0: No, no, no. no, 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 no. I said between. And so then I thought about it. I'm like, I'm definitely getting rid of taste. Definitely getting rid of taste. That's wild to me. Because... Everything will taste the same. That's terrible. I know it, it's, it's, what, no matter what you pick is going to be terrible. No matter ah, what you pick, right? So like okay. I'm definitely like, I'm de- I'm not giving up touch.
1: That's you can't, can't give up touch. There's no way. Like you wouldn't be able to like have an orgasm.
0: Exactly.
1: That's nah, that's I'm that's you got to be number uh, one, bro. Uh, so so
0: imagine. imagine like hugging like like your like your grandmother. Not not feeling like. Like, it's just like, it's just nothing. Right? So uh, no, I'm not giving up Touch Even though that also has its advantages, right? Cause you don't feel pain anymore. But still, I'm not I'd giving rather, it up.
1: I'd rather feel pain because if you can't feel pain, how can you, you know, feel anything positive?
0: Exactly. Well, my sim, uh, my
1: sim, simp ass saying that shit. <laughs> I'm a whole simp lately.
0: But think about, think about how all the foods that that taste really really good. You wouldn't be, to 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 be the ones that that aren't good for you, right? So you can basically you could like all your meals could be like beets and <laughs> and, and and broccoli.
1: Rutabagas
0: <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Any like whatever, you'd be like the healthiest person ever.
1: Yeah, but everything would taste the same Tunde. Like everything would taste that's terrible. I think I got terrible. you beat, bro. I think terrible. I got you beat, fam. I think I got you beat, bro. You giving up. I I think you have to get rid of smell. You have to get rid of you smell.
0: You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You gotta right. get rid I, of I smell, change. bro. I, I mean, it sucks. that sucks too. That sucks too. But right? you're right. On a, on the scale, yeah, you're right.
1: Smell yeah, can go. Like ooh, but then it's like if something was like foul, foul, you would still just be Yeah. You know, in it. You're like, damn, somebody farted, you'd be like, mm, like
0: but then, like, the pheromones and, like...
1: Oh, shit. That's, like... That's, like... Pheromones are, like, necessary for attraction, right? Like, if you can't mm-hmm. smell the pheromones, then... You, yeah. Can you be attracted to somebody if you can't smell their pheromones?
0: I mean, you you can. maybe. Maybe, <laughs> but, like... Yeah, right? Maybe you can, but, like... Like, people like people have a certain smell. Especially, like, if yeah. you're, like... Oh, definitely. You, like, super close to them, you know, like, some, how someone smells. Like, you could, like... If you have sniff other, like you can take your shirt, like oh, this smells like them. Like you don't, you don't get that anymore.
1: Yeah, I I do like that. Uh, but then again, then again, if no one had smell, then guys would probably keep their hoodies way longer. Oh, touche. Potentially,
0: Touché.
1: potentially Touché. Like, you got to do it for the hoodies, man. Like, touche. Your hoodies ain't safe if 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 lady the ladies get your smell and they are trying to steal your stuff. Ah. Uh, it, I don't know I don't know enough about like the pheromones and stuff but it is nice like when you have that person you care about like their smell is it does feel good but shit if I had to like what would I like more like smelling someone I care about or, or, t- tasting, or
0: tasting them <laughs> Oh my bad my bad
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're not wrong but like I was gonna say like eating candy or ice cream, but you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow, bro! If you couldn't taste, you could, you would be, you could be into some. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think I think I'm gonna agree with you. It's
1: gotta if be I'm smell, sure. right? It's gotta smell.
0: be smell, yeah. right, bro? It's gotta be smell. Even Ooh. though there's, they all. They all would suck to give up, but smell is, I think, is the, the one that would suck the least.
1: Okay, so let's let's try to rank. Let's try to rank the ones that you would like give up the least, right? Okay, so if we agree, smell is the it's first. Bottom. one.
0: So smell, the smell is five.
1: Smell is five. Are you writing it down?
0: Yeah.
1: Smell is five. Okay. Smell is five. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Taste is four.
0: Yep, taste is four, for sure. Taste
1: is four. Um, okay, so this is probably where we're going to disagree. This is probably where we're going to disagree. You're going to put, like, you, put sight at three,
0: right?
1: Yeah, yeah I'm going to put sight right there, and I feel like you would put hearing there. Yep. Okay, and then the next one for me would be hearing. Uh, and then... And then number one would be Touch.
0: Yep. So So essentially,
1: two and three are just flip-flop for us.
0: Yeah.
1: But one I have
0: I have Sight at two, and you have hearing at two.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, Because, yeah, like, which is so crazy. I don't know. Touch is important, man. But for some people, I'm going to see it not being important. I like, yeah, you got to have touch, right? You got to.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I For sure, number one, touch. And smell, definitely number five.
1: Nice. Look at us agreeing on stuff almost.
0: What? We're easy, really and now this? What the hell is really, <laughs> really grown. He's hey, really grown. has got to so, be some 2020 shit. There's got to be. So... uh summer16podcast at gmail.com if you agree with us or you have a different list just go ahead and email us and tell us what you think about um the five senses and which one would you pick to give up or which one would you keep
1: yeah we want all the smoke yo tell us tell us what you think cause I know there's somebody probably listening to this right now like y'all are foolish like yeah, y'all are
0: am tri- I definitely have smell at number one
1: I can't see anybody, I can't see anybody legitimately not saying that they don't want touch. Uh,
0: I don't
1: see it either. For the sexual aspect. If nothing else, nothing more than that. I mean, I mean, like also just like hugging or shaking hands or, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: That would be crazy, think. bro. Yeah,
0: touch, touch has to be number one.
1: It's got to be. I, I hope somebody's is writing, a, drafting a mean email right now. Like, oh, let me tell you, let me tell you, bring it. I'm ready for it.
0: I am too. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh,
0: all right, dog. Uh, you ready to wrap it up?
1: Eee, look at us. Like look we're at doing us. decent on time and stuff. Like
0: it's a, it's a new day.
1: Somebody, dog. Somebody opened this. Like somebody went and definitely looked at the podcast and was like, oh, this is like. A reasonable amount of time. I think we listened this, this week. So yeah, dog. Let's move. Uh, let's move to the AVM, bro. Um, for those listening in, you know, our AVM section is where we leave you all with an audio, visual, and mental recommendation. Something that has been on the front of our minds for the past week, and something that you know you can check out and hopefully enjoy, uh, and 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 share with us. So. Um, let me see. Should I go first? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll rock out first. All right. So for my audio recommendation, uh, this was a this was an album that one of my one of my homies sent me. Uh, we're both fans of this artist, IDK, um, and he has a new project out called IDK and Friends Two. It's the second installment. It also said that it's the basketball country soundtrack, uh, the documentary that they made uh, about PG. Country, uh, PG County, you remember? Yeah, that?
0: something in the water. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it said it said Basketball Country soundtrack on it. Um, the songs are so ratchet. I don't know if that has anything to do with the documentary, but man, like I, it, it came at a right time. Like I needed to kind of get back in my bag, and you know, I've been on some on some sad boy shit. So it was nice to like be like, yeah, bro, IDK and friends, like ASAP Ferg. Let's say some ridiculous stuff. They, they got like multiple shout outs to the bros in the album, too. Oh, so that's what's
0: up. Yeah, it goes crazy. Yeah, I gotta listen to it. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Um, for my video recommendation, um, this is a mindless show. Uh, for anybody out there that like really knows me, I am obsessed with court TV shows. Judge Judy is probably my favorite show of all time. She gets paid. And, yeah. oh, she's the wealthiest woman on television. Uh, it, she was second behind Oprah, but now Oprah just owns the network. So, she, you know, Judge Judy is getting the bag. I love Judy so much. Uh, but my recommendation is Divorce Court with Judge Lynn Toler on Hulu. Have you ever watched Divorce Court, bro? Yeah, I've seen it. This shit's so man,
0: good. It's, 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 man.
1: it's completely ridiculous. But, like, you know, I like it because... You you sitting there? and She's really just kind of helping people arbitrate their relationships, and they they're talking about their problems, and she'll usually leave with something, you know, like, hey, this is, you know, kind of what I'm seeing, and this is something that y'all need to both consider because, like, love and relationships and marriage is it's not easy, but you know, just trying to be empathetic and and seeing the other person's side of things like can be incredibly valuable. So I'm like, yeah, you go, Judge tell her, like, I'd be in here straight simping, dog. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, all right, and so for my okay, and that's on that's that's Divorce Court with Judge Lynn Toler on Hulu. And for my mental, um, I have a book that I find to be hysterical. Um, I don't know if you've seen on a lot of the uh, uh, radio networks, but uh, John Stewart has been on a press tour. Are you a John Stewart fan? Are you, of course, are you yeah. Of Daily
0: Stewart? Show's my yeah. Daily Show's my shit.
1: Og, Daily Show, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think John Stewart is just an incredible comedian. Very thoughtful, um, and just his insights are incredible and everything. And the way he's able to use humor in all of it, I think the my my favorite quote or something that kind of describes him or some of his his works is that you have to be to be a smart ass, you have to be smart, you right? And like he's incredibly intelligent, and I, I find his stuff incredibly. If, um, fascinating. And so, there's a book that he wrote in the late 90s called "Naked Pictures of Famous People," another example of blatantly false advertising. It's really just a collection of essays and short stories um, that uh, you know go from everything to uh, one of them is called Martha Stewart's vagina and another is called uh, Adolf Hitler, The Larry King Interview. And there are all these like little short stories and snippets and ridiculous things, uh, but they're very funny. And it's kind of nice um, to, to to break up some of the heavier, just exhausting learning that yeah. most people have been going through lately, man. Um, and so Naked Pictures of Famous People by Jon Stewart is my mental recommendation for this week.
0: All right. I definitely want to check out that that book though, because I do need something to like kind of, like a palate cleanser. Exactly. Should I've been consuming? Uh For me, for my audio recreation this week, on the drive down to Portland, I listened to a new podcast. It's called Okay Now Listen. It's a um, a podcast by Scotty Beam and Sylvia Ooh. O'Bell.
1: Scotty Beam.
0: Yeah, they got a new podcast. Uh, brought to, is brought to the general public by netflix and uh pineapple street studios if i'm not mistaken and it's a bi-weekly podcast every other week uh they've guests they've had so far Issa Rae, spike lee um in the first five episodes so i'm like whoa oh shoot (laughs) they're also some heavy hitting guests
1: yeah right yeah
0: yeah so i listened to the first five episodes really good podcast um really put together uh i'm a fan already uh, well, I'm definitely a fan of anything Scotty Beam does. So
1: big facts. All right. So how long are the episodes?
0: Uh, 45 minutes, maybe.
1: Oh, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. That's easy. So
0: I, I listened to all five episodes on the way down to from Seattle to Portland. So that's my audio. For my visual, like you, I have something that's really mindless and you don't really need to pay attention to. I watched the whole first season. Of the floor is lava on Netflix. It's a it's a I guess a obstacle course type TV show uh, where like I don't know if you play this game when you were little, like the floor is lava yeah. and you had to climb on furniture yeah, and access the floor. Hell so basically, yeah. So basically it's teams of three and you have to go across this huge room and each room, each episode has a theme. Like it's the, the study or the pizzeria. Or whatever, and you have pieces of furniture, and you have to, there's no one way to get across the room. So, but the thing is, you have to get as many members across the room without touching the, the lava, because it's also filled with 80,000 gallons of hot water, like red with oh, red lights. It looks like lava. So, if you fall in, you're dead.
1: So, you have to, I mean, s- but not actually dead. No no
0: no, 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 not for real. <laughs> but I like, basically, that <laughs> would be a show. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, like, use, like, the, the things around you and look for clues that can help you get across and then if, the, if there's a tie let's say both teams make get two people to cross it goes by time so it's it's a mindless show I was doing work all week last week while I was watching it so yes. if you're looking for a show like that The Floor is Lava is definitely one
1: oh wow that's yeah. so fun I definitely remember playing that shit as a kid though like,
0: oh
1: hell yeah like, I, it's like damn near like kids was doing parkour before parkour had a name like you Really like uh, athletic jumping across stuff, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, I can't wait for season two. Netflix has been coming with the shows lately, yeah. Um, so for my mental, uh, I'm gonna go just a little heavy.
1: Uh, here we go.
0: I am currently reading uh, Bearcun by Zora Neale Hurston, it's like one of her books that she that was unfinished, um, was the basically the last slave. Uh, from Africa, a transatlantic slave trade. So he was His then was the man named Kujo Lewis. He was brought he was basically kidnapped in a tribal raid in Congo and brought to um brought to America and he was basically the last living slave that wasn't born in America. And it's like his his story. So I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I might even done my myself, but I want yeah. to I want to um, kind of plug that. It's it's really really good so far.
1: I'm so. looking it up right now, dog. It looks intense. It's not too long either. It's like a reasonable yep. length.
0: Yep, yep. So,
1: bro, you be coming with that heat on the books, bro.
0: Yeah, dog. I'm like, imagine, imagine, about funny but, shit. Like we, like we, like a lot of like the slave narratives like we've read are like, oh, you know, I was born on a plantation, or my parents were born on a plantation. And this is all I've known. And this is exactly. an account for someone who remembered his life in Africa, or the Congo. What? Oh, not the Congo. Sorry, ben, uh, Benin. And because Congo is like in the middle of the country, middle of Africa, right. so it would be Congo. Benin. And uh, he can remember both sides of, and he can remember the entire like ride over from Africa to to uh, to America.
1: Do you remember, like, what year that would have been that the last slave came to America?
0: I, I can't remember, but it was definitely illegal. Like, when I read, again, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but, like, basically, sure. they, they talked about how, like, they had, to, they had to hide the boat and, like, basically, because if they would have got caught, they would have, you know, got, the slave traders would have gotten in trouble. Because at this point, uh the, the sli- transatlantic slave trade was um abolished. So you, it was illegal okay. to get slaves from Africa at that point. So, it was, you know, late 1800s. Early okay.
1: 1900s. Oh, wow. This is the same. She's the same author that did uh, Their Eyes Are Watching God. Their Eyes Were Watching God. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, she got some heat, bruh. Oh, she got a book that just came out this year, too. Oh, yeah. We might have to we might have to jot her down for some of the other projects we got coming up for the podcast. Um, some of her other titles. But the one, yeah, Barracoon, that sounds incredible. I might have to cop that from you, uh. I got it on None my I got
0: it on my Kindle, so I don't know if I can share it with you or not.
1: Ooh, is it like PDF or
0: um
1: It's the it's the Kindle format anyway? It? It's yeah, like that bougie yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I forgot you got money. I'd be forgetting you got money like that. Get so out it's of fine. here. Get out of here. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine, long money. It's fine, long money I think, money to I,
0: think I think it's a way that you can trans trans you can convert it over. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. But either way, I got you. Big
1: facts. My guy yeah no shout out to those yeah those are those are great recommendations man all right so you ready to wrap up the show bro yep so all right everybody now that we've left you with our avm recommendations a few things for you to check out until next time we're gonna wrap up the show first and foremost as always thank you guys so much for listening It, it means a lot to us that you keep rocking with us every week and hopefully we uh continue to provide You know, good content, great shows, and you you, you keep enjoying it. You can always give us feedback and stay connected with our email, summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's where we get a lot of our questions for the show. That's where we like to receive a lot of the feedback and keep you guys engaged in the conversation. We also have our show's Instagram, summer16pod. You know, follow us on there. We will post our AVM recommendations as well as, you know, just have different things, causes that we care about and, and share them with all of you. And finally, we also have our Facebook page, uh, Summer 16 Podcast. You can just search for it. Oh, I guess I should mention we have a Twitter now, too, huh, dog? Oh, yeah. Summer yeah. Sixteen Pod. Yeah, so you can also follow us on Twitter at Summer 16 Pod. We have a few things in the works right now, and we'll probably be using Twitter to kind of roll some of that out. So for all of you guys that are active on our favorite social media app. I think Twitter is our favorite social media app, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Twitter. Twitter's great. Oof. Um, follow us there. Uh, the links will be in the description, so you can see them there. If uh, you just didn't remember what I said thirty seconds ago. If you've enjoyed the content, you want to help us grow, provide better shows. We would appreciate you know anything you can you know donating towards our cash app dollar sign summer sixteen pod. We appreciate all the support so far, and anything helps. So, you know, keep rocking with us. Until next time, y'all, y'all stay safe, stay out of trouble. We out
0: of here, baby. Peace. See y'all next week. Hey.